I probably do a lot more horror movies than anything else. Um, if you're a frequent listener, you probably think I might do a lot more about things like uh, comic book movies or the MCU or just all those superhero things. I try to keep it very even, but there's very few genres I give as much attention to as I probably do the horror genre. Uh, I have like some very deep roots in the horror genre where it comes to like mine and my family's involvement you know my wife used to run a a shop that was all about horror memorabilia we used to go to conventions all the time i've been to so many different horror film festivals and seen so many different directors and actors speak about things me most of the things that i do at those conventions is talk to people about horror movies so i have a certain niche i guess um, in a, when it comes to that, because I do sort of find appreciation in a lot of other in a lot of other horror films that most people might not find. Uh, a lot of people that might be following my YouTube channel uh, more recently will probably see that. You know, I kind of pick out a lot of nice gems that are out there. People don't always recognize them, so I like to recognize them. And this is something I knew was floating around for a bit, and then it kind of went back into obscurity and. Rightfully so, because this is, without a doubt, a huge missed opportunity. Specifically because it isn't like a new concept. It's definitely been overdone. But the fact of just being in the environment it tries to set itself up for, and then totally miss the mark on it, that's the most disappointing part. So, Night of the Hunted came out a few months ago. It's about this woman who gets caught at this gas station by this maniac who is killing everybody and they don't know where he is. Essentially, he's just kind of sniping people from where they believe is a billboard, but you don't find out until later on it actually is the billboard, but essentially what he's doing is he's killing anybody that goes into the store. And you would think that, yeah, there might be some randomness to it or something like that, but there is an actual reason for it, and he is targeting this specific woman. And most of the film is actually just a lot of dialogue, more so than the hunting part of it, I guess you can say. So, what makes this film bad? Because not a lot of people actually like this film. This film is very middle of the ground. It's very as much kind of mixed with people who like it and people who hate it. And I feel like the people who like it don't mind a lot of the commentary it is targeting. And then the people who don't probably are a little, like, annoyed with it. And I lean into more of the park of being annoyed with it. Because essentially, this movie is just this calling to the demographic of where our political conversation is. And all it really is, it's, it's, it's listening to a really far left-wing and a really far right-wing person just argue for 90 minutes. That's all this movie turns into. And it really sucks because, I don't know, I'm just one of those people that doesn't always want to get into those conversations, so I'm not a person who tries to get so political. I don't mind having the occasional discussion, the occasional debate. I don't feel like I lean in any one way, direction or the other, because I hear these conversations and they annoy the shit out of me. So this whole movie being nothing but that very much so annoys me because that's all it is. It's just ramblings between somebody who is very much so. Okay. So uh, before I get too into it and I, I digress and I rant off into our, our actual political 
environment that this is trying to portray. What this is, is the woman is actually a very high-ranking executive in a pharmaceutical company. A pharmaceutical company, I'm totally butchering that word, pharmaceutical company. She was just coming from a conference that somebody was scouting her out for. And that somebody is somebody who doesn't believe in pharmaceutical companies being the one that kind of, quote-unquote, run the country. So, he sets it up where she is now not, not like, stranded. Like, he kind of, like, cuts it where she can't get any more gas in the car. And so she is kind of stranded at this gas station. And then he just wants to hunt her. And essentially killing anybody else who gets there. And there's a radio, and he starts toying with her. And when you see that, it kind of gives you these vibes of, you know, the, the killers in the house, something like that. So it starts you off at this really good point with that. And then it starts totally derailing when you start trying to figure out, okay, why is he actually doing this to her? And I would have taken anything. I would have taken, it's just nonsensical. I would have taken that he's just somebody who's gotten away with this before, and then maybe it leading into him getting away with it again and him actually, like, like coming out on top and finally, like, hunting her down. Like, I, him saying some shit like, I do this once a year, this is my hunting ground or whatever, or this is my new hunting ground. Anything besides the bullshit he gave of how he's basically stalked her to the point that he knows everything about her and he set this up so he could kind of show her and prove a point that you are the problem with America because he doesn't believe in vaccines and he believes in the fact that the government is always, you know, not for the people and very much all the way left where the woman turns out to be all the way right. And there's just so many things that she says that does not let you get on her side. She is 100% not the victim. You'll learn she's cheating on her husband. What's her reasoning? Because I've always done what everybody else tells me to do. It's like such bullshit. And when you hear their, their bickering back and forth, it's not dialogue. It's not even debating. It's literal bickering. And it literally does sound like everybody on Facebook and Twitter from two years ago. And it's really annoying to watch in this setting. Because like I said before, this had so much potential. Essentially, when you come into the fact of what the foundation of this movie is, it's phone booth. You know, it's ATM. You know, maybe not a lot of people know what the ATM movie is. It's any of these films that you can think of that's just kind of singular person being sort of like hunt not hunted maybe hunted you know like, okay so phone booth phone booth was essentially the concept of morality this guy knew so much about this dude he needed to teach him a lesson on being a more moral and high-standing person and that's what that is the second thing uh with atm is that it just kind of took the slasher effect which makes a little bit of sense but then it's like why don't they just leave or why doesn't he break into the atm this thing's wrong with those this thing's wrong with that form of how you portray that story but this is just like, is that really all you're reasoning? Are they basically saying, because that's the other thing. They paint everybody far right as being this guy, being this sniper that's just willing to kill people because he doesn't believe in the vaccine. Which is fucking stupid. Like, this this doesn't, like, fit into anything. They could have done so much more, but instead they made this, this, this giant example of, like, political 
correctness in some way. They tried to make something that people would be talking about. And as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing to talk about. It sounds like everything we've all heard before, just coming from two people who just don't matter to you. They Nothing they say matters. You don't care about the girl or whether or not she survives. You don't care about the sniper and his sob story of why he's trying to kill her. There's no investment of anything, simply because you get so fed up with how they're just debating. Like, you're debating and he's killing people? This doesn't make any sense. And it's such a missed opportunity because when you have this idea of her being trapped in a convenience store, you have this idea of her trying to figure out survival, you know, using umbrellas to blind his vision, you know, bandaging herself up with tape, you know, grabbing a, a hammer because she, in case she needs to use it, there's just resources. It's the idea of resources where if you put somebody in most of these films, especially the two I just mentioned, you put something in that environment where they are being kind of singled out and you don't give them much, it does create a kind of distress. But then you also got to think, what about a scenario like this where there are plenty of resources? What would they do with it? How would they be able to make it out with these resources? And it's just a missed opportunity because you don't care how she makes it out. You don't care if she uses anything. You start seeing her discover things. You, nev you never see the guy's face. Eventually he comes down because she challenges him, and they get into this, like, really drawn-out, like, fight, and sort of neither one wins. It's just... There's nothing satisfying about this movie, and it just had so much potential. I really thought it had a lot of potential, and I thought that they really missed the mark because they were trying to make some kind of statement. They were trying to speak to the generation in some capacity. I don't know who this guy who directed it is, but it's kind of crazy because he's the same guy who did um, the P2 movie from like 15 years ago, which was very, um, very successful. He also did the Maniac uh, reboot from 2012. He did the Amityville Awakening film from a couple of years ago. He's got a pretty decent track record, but for some reason, I guess he felt, you know, let's do a movie that's basically, I don't know, speaking to this generation or making them... Maybe that is the point. Maybe he was trying to make you hate both characters, and that's the, the point, but... It's just not, it doesn't hit the mark. It doesn't hit the mark at all, at least for me. Again, this has mixed reviews. Maybe there are some people that like it and have some positive things to say about it. I don't know. Let, let's see. Let, let's, let's, read, let's read a friggin' review on this, huh? Let's go. Here's from somebody, I'm not going to say the name. If you engage in infidelity in relationships or work in the pharmaceutical industry, you might find it challenging to appreciate this movie. What? Personally, I find it entertaining one standout element is how the woman showcasing her intelligence. I gotta get the expand it. Uh, it's loading. Oh, this is a really long one. I'm not reading this one. Here, somebody says it's boring and foolish. Was this movie supposed to be a comedy? Because I was laughing so much. Here's somebody. I liked it. It's not the best movie ever, but a good time. Kept me entertained. I don't know. I was entertained in the first 20 minutes and that didn't really do it for me because after that, all, all, it all went downhill into all that political stuff. So I didn't really care about that. Eh, I'm not going to read any of these fucking people's things anymore. 
But yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of this one. It did not meet the mark for me. It was a missed opportunity, and I think it's a shame.